Hey guys, I'm Sage, and this is the Iconic Dollcast. On this podcast, I'll be talking about iconic dolls and their cultural impact over time. As a longtime doll collector, I thought it would be interesting to go back and research all about the dolls that I had growing up. This includes everything from Barbie to Britney, all the way to American Girls, and so much more. I specialize in making customized versions of the Britney Spears doll. If you haven't yet, give me a follow on Instagram, Britney Spears Custom Dolls, on TikTok, Britney Spears Dolls, and Twitter, B Spears Dolls. You can also follow the official podcast Instagram, Iconic Dollcast. Welcome to the Iconic Dollcast. My name is Sage. Thanks for tuning in to another episode all about dolls. I hope everyone is having a wonderful week and getting into the holiday spirit. Guys, I mean, I do have some bonus episodes coming for you in the next couple weeks, but today is actually the last, I guess, official episode of season two, and I cannot even believe it. We started season two in January and kicked it off with the Britney Spears revisit where I talked with Charlie MB and we talked all about, you know, the design process of the Britney doll. But we're here. This is the last official interview episode. Today we're going to be talking about Skipper. Before we get into all of that, I just, you know, I wanted to say thank you so much to everyone for tuning into the show, listening. I know it's been a crazy year with dolls, and so I'm just so happy to have experienced this with all of you. I seriously feel so lucky to have this platform and to be able to talk about dolls with people who get it all the time. So this has been so incredible for me. So thank you again for being here with me on this doll journey. Oh my gosh, did you guys see? There is a new doll coming out. I told you guys, I think in the last episode, that I was trying to be a little more cautious with doll spending. And you guys, American Girl is coming out with a Barbie version of their dolls. And she is so fucking amazing, beautiful. I had to get her. She was $300, which I normally would never Never spend that much. But I mean, for those of you who've been listening to the show since the beginning, you know I have a very special place in my heart for American Girl. And obviously, (laughs) we love Barbie here. And so just to see this collaboration coming out, it's stunning. I'm so excited. I bought it the morning it dropped. And guys, Mattel Creations got me again. I like ordered this doll thinking it was ready to ship that day because I saw that it said shipping on, I think what it was, it was like November, I don't know, shipping on the day that I bought it, but I purchased it and then I went back because I wanted to see if it was going to sell out pretty quickly. Mariah Carey's doll sold out in like two minutes. So I went back and I mean, this doll did not sell out as quickly. I don't, I haven't checked recently, so I don't know, but it was still available for at least two days but anyway I go back and I look and I realize that it says shipping by next year November next year so bummed about that and it's one of these made to order dolls and 
I I totally get why they're doing this. They did it with like the weird Barbie. They did it with this recent Ken. And, you know, it's basically just where they'll accept orders for a certain amount of time and then they will only produce that many orders. And I think this one has like a maximum of 5,000 or something. But I didn't realize that. And so you can't you can't get you can't cancel it. Once you once you commit to buying it, there are no cancellations. You have to go through with the order. And I guess I will be waiting a year until I get this. I'm, you know, still very excited about it. She comes in her cute, the cute, iconic Barbie black and white swimsuit. She has sunglasses. Her hair is so cute. But I just did not realize it was going to take that long. I'm hoping it'll ship sooner. I don't know, though. I guess it's the weird Barbie is the first one of those made-to-orders that they've done that I've really paid attention to, and I don't think those have shipped out yet, and those went on sale a couple months ago, and I think they also had a, you know, estimated release shipping date of next year, so I don't know. I'm bummed, but it is what it is. I'm still so excited. I just hope it gets here sooner than next year. Um, Anyway, you know, this season we talked a lot about Barbie specifically, Obviously, it was a massive year for Barbie and the brand, and it was, you know, really exciting for me to talk about her. We talked about Barbie, but we also talked, you know, about a lot of her friends. I didn't get to Ken this year or this season, but I'm definitely going to be doing an episode about him in the future. And I also want to do a full deep dive into Ruth Handler and Mattel eventually. I just finished this book about Barbie and Ruth Handler. It's called Barbie and Ruth, and it's by Robin Gerber. I actually listened to the audiobook, and I really enjoyed it. So I have tons of mental notes, but I, I want to just I want to dive deeper into that. So definitely going to plan on doing that sometime soon. But today I am talking with Laura, who I did an episode about Midge with this summer, and I'm so excited to have her back on the show this week to talk about Barbie's sister Skipper and Loki, all her million other siblings. <laughs> Very excited for this. I'm so excited. Laura was so much fun to talk to, and I just wanted to close it out with some really positive energy, and I knew she would bring that to the show, just like she did when we talked about Midge. So today it's all about Skipper. Seriously, guys, I really want to say again how thankful I am for you all for listening. I I could say it a hundred times. I love doing this. I learned so much this year. And honestly, I, I just I can't wait to get into more episodes in the future. I am going to be taking a break um, for the first couple months of 2024. But I'll definitely be back. Probably I'm thinking March, but we'll see. Uh, but seriously, thank you all for being on this journey with me. And I really cannot say it enough how much this means to me. Please, as always, if you haven't, follow me on Instagram, Britney Spears Custom Dolls or Iconic Dollcast. You can find me on TikTok at Britney Spears Dolls. And please, if you're listening, leave me a review. Give me five stars. It really helps get my podcast out there. So please do that if you haven't. And now let's get into my interview with Laura, all about Barbie's sister, Skipper. All right, guys, today I have Laura back on the show, and I'm super excited about this because you guys might remember I had Laura on the show earlier this year, and we talked all about Barbie's best friend, Midge, 
And it is truly one of my favorite episodes that I've done. I learned so much. Laura, you just have like the cutest personality. I'm super excited. (laughs) Today, we are talking about Skipper, Barbie's first sister, which is (laughs) iconic. So before we get into that, just for anyone who might not remember, Laura, could you give us a little background on yourself and your journey with Barbie? Sure. Hi, Sage. (laughs) I've been collecting Barbie since I was three, which was in the 70s. (laughs) And my very first Barbie was uh, fashion photo Barbie. So that will tell you my age. And I loved her from the moment I I saw her. I saw her on the the shelf at Kmart. We were going on a a camping trip. And my mother said I kicked and screamed and would not leave without that doll. I wanted her little camera. I wanted to pretend I was a fashion photographer taking pictures of Barbie. And luckily, my mother gave in and gave it to me. (laughs) So that was the beginning of the Barbie obsession. And it's lasted my entire life. Even when I was in high school, my friends would say, what do you want for your birthday? Let me guess a Barbie. And I'd say, yes, please. Of course. (laughs) It's been a lifelong obsession. Barbie and all her family and friends, they all live here in this crazy house. And uh, yeah. (laughs) I love it. Did you get the reproduction of the fashion photo PJ that came out? I did. Yeah. Nice. I didn't, I didn't grab her, but she looked so cute. And I remember you telling me about how that was your, the Barbie version was your first doll. And I saw it and I was like, oh, this is sort of the one. So Uh she's super cute. Love it. So Today, we're talking about Skipper, and Skipper is a big topic and much, much larger than I I initially thought. I had no idea there was so much to her, but I mean, I guess it makes sense. She's been around forever. So were you a big fan of Skipper growing up? I did, but I like I said, I loved the Barbie uh, family, her friends. I always wanted different dolls. Like I wanted to have different characters in my, my lineup when I was playing, and I did have Skipper. I only had two as a child. My very first one was Super Teen Skipper, and um, she came out in, I want to say, 79, and she was my first. She came with a skateboard, and so she was like a cool little skateboard girl, and she had little uh, shorts. She had a little leotard that she wore the shorts over, or you could switch it out for a long skirt. So if she was going out with Scott, her first boyfriend, she would go do that. So I used to enjoy playing with her. Scott came with roller skates, so she'd be on her skateboard. Scott would be on the skates, and I had fun playing with them. And then not shortly after that, I got my second skipper, and it's funny because I really wanted her because I thought she looked like the original skipper, the very first. I was always into the vintage, even as a kid, even though they weren't a thing then. Like they weren't – I don't even know where I used to see them. I think the old knitting magazines, like I would see the vintage dolls used – and I, I saw um, it was Sun Love and Malibu Skipper. And she came in a little a bikini, like a little aqua bikini, top and bottom. And um, she was my my second Skipper that I had. So the of the younger dolls from my, my childhood, when I would play with them, I had the two Skippers. I had Scott. And then I had the Barbie babysit set from the 70s, the later 70s. And it had a little baby. So those were like the little children in my playtime. <laughs> so I had my... Pretty Changes Barbie was the mom of the um, skipper on the the skateboard, the super teen skipper. That's her name, super teen skipper. And she was on the skateboard. And um, so she was the mom. And then I had Malibu, my my Malibu Ken, that was the sun-loving Malibu Ken. He came in the aqua swim trunks. He was the dad. And then my other skipper was the roller skating Barbie duos child i used to play that and then for a while i had scott as shaven sport ken's ken was the dad <laughs> and my 
my beauty secrets, Barbie was the mom. And then as I got a little older, I was like, I don't want him to be his son. So I made him his brother. But they looked so much alike because they both had the, a lot of the dark hair. Uh, but yeah, that was how I played with the the skipper dolls when I, when I was little, because you, you know, when you're little, you're still playing, you're thinking they need a mom and dad, they need someone to take care of them. <laughs> so they all lived in my, my A-frame dream house together. But uh, yeah, those were my two skipper dolls as a child. Then as I got older in the nineties, I'd say the nineties was when I started buying skipper again, because there were just so many really cool skippers out. And I was I was in probably when I was in college was when I started really buying Skipper again and I would buy a lot of them. I really loved the, the teen Skipper when she came out. That was one of my favorites. I loved her. I remember teen Skipper. She's what I grew up with. I have one Skipper doll that she's, you know, from the eighties or whatever, but I definitely remember that. And just, I mean, in the nineties, I talk about it almost every single time. There was just so much Barbie, Skipper, Christy, Teresa, Midge, everyone, just Uh so much product out. It's incredible. So obviously Barbie came out in 1959. When did Skipper come out? Skipper came out in 64. She debuted at the same toy fair that G.I. Joe did. <laughs> so, oh. And so did Alan Skipper and G.I. Joe were all at that same toy fair. And she's going to be celebrating her 60th next year in 60, uh, 64. And... 2024, she will be 60. So Skipper's getting up there. <laughs> oh, gosh, she is. I hope I hope Mattel does a reproduction of her for sure. Yeah, they'll do something fun for her. Um, for her, let's see, what did they do for her 50th? They reproduced her in her birthday dress from the 60s that was the same dress that they made a porcelain reproduction of her in the 90s. So she was wearing that same birthday set. It's really a cute fashion. I have the original, the vintage one. It's really nice. And then when she turned 40, I don't think they did anything for her. So they did the 50th and they did her 30th. The 30th anniversary of her was the porcelain doll. And then the 50th, that same outfit, but on a vinyl doll. And then they did one other reproduction in 2014 was a Barbie and Skipper set knitting pretty. And she's, they're wearing the pink knitting outfit, the little, um, the skirt with the matching sweater. It's really cute. But those are the only reproductions done. Let me tell you something. I was at a thrift store last weekend and you know how at some thrift stores they'll put like the higher end merchandise in like a glass case that you have to ask someone to see it. So I was, I was at a thrift store and I saw, I saw one of the original Skipper dolls and I wanted to get it, but the line to even get to talk to someone was outrageous. And I was, I was in such, such a time crunch. I had, I had to get to work. It was, and I, it was, normally I can kind of stroll into work whenever I want, but I had a meeting that day that was like, no, you cannot be late for this. And I had to leave her and I was like, oh, fuck. And so I went back the next day and she was gone. And I was just like, this is the worst ever. And she had her cute little bathing, the cute little red and white bathing suit on. Uh She looked like she was in pretty good condition, too. So I'm just, I mean, oh, it's the worst. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about Skipper's story. I know that, you know, with Midge, you know, they had their, I loved the Midge backstory you gave me. So is there anything cool about Skipper from all that that you could tell me about? Well, Skipper came out because, um, well, there were a few reasons. They say that she had come out because it was, well, for one thing, Mattel always said because it would expand play and she was more relatable to the younger kids. Because when Skipper first came out, she was supposed to be about nine years old. 
So she was nine. Barbie was a 16-year-old fashion model. So Barbie was like the older sister looking after her. And you could do more play options with her. And when she first came out, she had all these um, fashions that matched with her big sister, which was really adorable. And they're really cute. Of course, they were so well-made because they're all those vintage 60s outfits. And so it was like almost like now how they have mommy and me outfits. (laughs) It was like Barbie and Skipper outfits. They were all kind of matching. You could buy a matching set for for them so they could go out together and look the same, which was really cute. They even did the same thing for Barbie's sister, Kelly, in the 90s. She had really cute matching outfits, Barbie and Kelly sets that were adorable. I think I bought all of them. (laughs) But back to Skipper. Yeah, she she came on for, for more play possibilities. And plus, also, I think to try and make Barbie a little softer because she had like a harsh look to her. She was a little more adult looking. A lot of parents didn't want to buy her for their kids for that reason, even though she sold really well and plenty of parents did, there were still parents who were a little skeptical. So I think Barbie having a little sister to play with, you know, they were like, well, maybe the parents will buy Skipper and then Skipper will need Barbie to <laughs> come into the, come into the play. But yeah, she, she came out in 64 as the little sister of Barbie. So she's been around for a long time. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. And so she comes in this, I mean, her original outfit was this cute little red and white bathing suit. Did she have different hair colors? Yes. She came in, um, there's a blonde, there's brunette, and then Titian, which is the red. And what was really cool, if you, sometimes you'll find some of them have two tones of hair, like there'll be, um, there's a brunette that has dark strands and like a reddish brown through it gorgeous and those they say they they may be the original like prototype sample type dolls um i don't know if that's a fact but that hair color i have seen them where they have this beautiful hair color and those early dolls they're probably one of my favorites to collect i have a ton of little <laughs> a skipper army of the the uh, vintage dolls because they're just so cute and they um they were just so nicely made and her clothes were so nicely made those vintage hand sewn everything was just beautiful buttons, little zippers, you know, everything was, it was just higher quality back then. And that original skipper is just so cute. And I loved her, her little face, you know, she's this little innocent face. And uh, so she was, she's really a nice doll, that very early one. Yeah, for sure. I'm just, I'm so mad at myself for not picking that up when uh-huh. I saw it just cause like, uh, and it was only like 10 bucks or something. Oh so I just like, how stupid am I? Uh-huh. I just, I can't, it's fine. I'll survive. But uh. cool. so it kind of sounds like Skipper, you know, was kind of introduced similar to how Midge was put out just cause they wanted a softer image for a doll that more parents might pick up and I I do I did do a a little bit of googling I saw some of the matching outfits and so cute and definitely high quality it's kind of a bummer nowadays when you know you're at Target and you see Barbies and you're like oh this is so cute and then you get kind of close to it and you're like hmm this is very cheap (laughs) very (laughs) very cheap understand it but it's just it's still such a bummer so you were telling me before we were recording just earlier today about how <laughs> there there's kind of a funny with those books that they put out with Barbie there's there's kind of a funny story about Skipper and Midge can you can you tell me about that sure yeah in the random house books back in the 60s there's this hilarious story and what one of I'm not sure which one if it's in Barbie Midge and and uh, Ken book it's in one of them but Skipper develops a crush on Alan and <laughs> And for a while, she just she like does not want Midge in the house. If Midge is calling, she doesn't want Barbie to know. If she comes to the house, she doesn't want to answer the door. And Barbie's like, 
you know, Skipper, go answer the door. It's probably Midge. And the reason is because she has this crush on Alan and this, this whole little story that plays out about her and Alan when Alan has to come over to pick something up and how, like, she's just, like, doe-eyed at him. And Barbie's like, oh, that's what's going on. Because <laughs> she was asking her, like, why are you being so rude to Midge? Like, ri- like when she'd come in, Skipper wouldn't talk to her. She'd walk away, you know, so it's really funny. And then it's interesting because Alan's car that came out in... I want to say 65, I think it was 65. He has a, like a little green Mercedes. He, um, his car, I have the one that's original in the box and it comes with a little cardboard cutout of Skipper. And it's this little cardboard cutout and it says on the box, Skipper rides with Alan in his new cars, something along those lines. I should have pulled it out to say it correctly, but um, it's really interesting that, that she would be going in a ride with Alan because it kind of ties back into that story about why, how she has this crush on him. And it's just really cute. It's a funny story in those old random house books. If you ever come across them, you should, you should pick one up because they're cute. Yeah. And I, I just remember the fun story you told me about how Midge <laughs> with the camping or whatever it was and how oh, she, yeah. she didn't come prepared. Yeah. I need to get some of those. I'm writing that down with those books too. Did Skipper have a, a pretty specific personality? Was she kind of a brat? I'm, I'm literally just asking because I don't know. Sometimes she did act bratty so it's kind of it's funny there were times yeah that she was she would be kind of bratty with her sister doing stuff i i just i just love how they gave them characteristics like that and i mean that's very yeah. typical for little sisters to be a little bit bratty you know what i mean so i actually really love that and so skipper has had several several face changes over the years there's the original Skipper. When did they give her her second face mold? I have one from the 80s. Then they changed her in the 90s. When did they first switch her up? Okay, let me think now. Because she, in the 60s, they had the same face mold, but they changed her hair a lot. So she had the cute sausage curls. Then she had really cute little short pigtails. I'm trying to picture them all going through the years in my head. When did they first really change her face? Because Malibu Skipper, the very first one, still has that face. When I got my Skipper, she had a different face. But I'm trying to think if she had a different face before then. I'm trying to remember what her other face molds were. Because they've changed her so many times over the years. She's had so many different looks, so many heights, different body styles, different ages she was supposed to be at one point she gets so tall she's like barbie sized yeah um that's yeah and like the more recent years but she originally was supposed to be a nine-year-old and then when she became like a a teenager in the late 70s early 80s they made that teen body that i have on super teen skipper i don't know why i can never say super teen skipper (laughs) when she came (laughs) she had a different body because she could skateboard and her she had bent arms and her knees would bend, unlike the um, like my little Malibu one I have that didn't do that. And, the, of course, the older original Malibus. So I know that one, that could have been one of the first with that face. She had a different kind of face. I know a lot of people don't like that face. I thought it was a really cute face. But a lot of people don't like that particular head mold for Skipper when they did the Super Teen. Um, and they use that head mold on a lot of them. Like uh, Western Barbie has that head mold. See, and then th- they would switch back and forth, which is so weird. Like in the same year, you could have three skippers released and they all were different. Like they have a different face, a different head mold. Because the, um, the great shape skipper that came out in 84 had the original face again. Like she looked more like the vintage style. And then they would have out the same year another doll that had that super teen face. And then they changed her again. Like in the 90s, she had these big, like almost like anime eyes. Yes. The, um, the, yeah, like the early 90s ones. 
I don't know when they started bringing her out, maybe 89, 90. They changed her face again and she had big anime eyes. And God, there's so many. That's why I was saying it's like there's so no, much. I mean, basically, she's just changed 100 million times. Oh, no, I yeah. totally get it. And it is curious. It's interesting that they would change yeah. it so much and then go back and forth. And I, I wonder if there's a reason for that, if it was just, I mean, I assume Skipper as a doll was pretty successful if they were doing this. So, I mean, at first I was going to say maybe they just had a lot of leftover stuff, but it sounds like she was doing pretty well. So I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know why they, they changed her so much. And like I was saying, like within the same year, it's like, why? Why would you go back and forth? But um, they uh, they would go back and forth. Like they would sell the vintage style face on some. Then they go back to that super teen. And then they changed her again. Like after the anime eyes, then they kind of made her a little more. They softened the eyes a little again. And then they came out with the teen, teen skipper of the later 90s, like 97. And I love that doll. She's one of my absolute favorites. I thought she was just gorgeous. And um, they had Nikki with her, the um, African-American friend. And then they had Courtney, the brunette friend. Those three dolls, I love all of them. And I think I bought every set that they made of those, (laughs) the three of them. Like when they would come out uh, with a new line, I would get the next, I would get the next three. They were just the cutest. They had so many like cute things for them. There was a yo-yo set. And I really like that one because they made a redhead Courtney, which, you know, I obviously love the redhead. And there was a slumber party set of them. They're just really cute. They were just really beautiful dolls and so well done. I remember one of my cats, and this was before we had really eBay. Well, I guess we had, e- or do we have eBay? We might've had eBay, but this, uh, one of my cats chewed the hand on my Courtney and I was so upset. And it was the, that first Courtney that came out with, well, she wasn't the first Courtney because there was the Courtney with the anime eyes before that they had a court, few Courtney's like that. But when they brought out the teen Courtney, I had her displayed on my, my TV and I, I had her with a Francie and my cat knocked both of them down. I remember chewed my Francie's foot off. I was so upset. Ooh. Like my at that point, it was my only Francie, you know, and I was just heartbroken because I'm like, I can't replace it because I, I didn't have money for that then. And I had um, the the Courtney up there for whatever reason. I just really loved that Courtney. And I would change her in those teen fashion, the teen skipper fashions. And I just thought they were so cute and so well done. And and that uh, that one lost her. I think her hand got chewed up and I don't know if the foot got chewed up, but my cat liked to chew their, <laughs> their extremities. <laughs> so, <laughs> Well, thank God for eBay, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because that was the thing. Like you couldn't just replace it back then. Like you can now. <laughs> and so you just mentioned how Skipper had, you know, some friends. And so Mike, I mean, quite a few friends. And I just, I remember in the nineties, like, obviously there were so many Barbies and so many sizes. I don't think when I was a kid, I recognized, oh, this is Skipper and this is Courtney. And this is, this is, this is her. But the thing I love about this is that just like Barbie and Midge, Skipper came with friends that you could buy and switch around their clothes. It's just marketing genius. I mean, it's, it's so, so smart. Yeah. That was the good thing. Cause you could, you know, and like some of the outfits that I'd be like, oh, that doesn't really look that great on Skipper, but oh, that looks fantastic on Nikki or whoever, you know, I just switch them out. And it was just fun. It was always fun to see who looked better in what. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's still fun. Like with Barbie and Midge yeah. and Teresa, I love doing that when I'm putting dolls out. I'm like, hmm, I think oh, this yeah. one might look better in purple. We'll see. <laughs> 
But yeah, they were all, I mean, pretty much the same size. Here's the other thing. It's like, obviously there was a little bit of a transition. And in the nineties, there was suddenly Barbie had like five different sisters. So yeah. what, what are, what are the other sisters? I mean, we got Skipper okay. and then who do we have? And I know this we, is not easy. We'll go back to the sixties to start because when she first came out, we had Skipper and then they came out with Tootie and Todd. Are you familiar with them? Yes. They were her, they were like twins. Yeah. So Tootie and Todd came out in the 60s along with, uh, or they were like a year, when did they come out? A year later? A year after Skipper, I think, or two years after. It might have been two years after. So they came out. So we had them. So that was their little family at that point. Um, and then she she gets Kelly. What year did Kelly come out? 94? I think Kelly came out in 94. And Kelly started out as a little toddler. Like she was a little baby, a little toddler. She had a crib. It was really cute. You could put her binky and her uh, bottle in her mouth. It was really a cute doll. Then they started to age her up. Like she was going to school. She had little school outfits. So she was no longer the little toddler. Now she's like a little kid going to, to preschool or, or to um, kindergarten or whatever. So that was the Kelly doll. And then over in Europe, they couldn't use the Kelly name, so she became Shelly over in Europe. So you would find occasionally at Toys R Us, you'd get a Shelly doll, which was really exciting, at least for me. I was like, oh, cool. She has a Shelly package instead of the Kelly package. So that was kind of fun in the 90s. So then they also had out in the 90s Chrissy. Chrissy was the baby sister. So after they kind of aged Kelly a little more, they came out with Chrissy. Chrissy was just adorable and had the cutest little baby outfits and little baby stuff. And I just loved Chrissy. <laughs> so I have all the Chrissy dolls and, uh, and I had all the Kelly dolls. I stopped buying Kelly dollars when they changed her to, we called them the lemon head Kelly's. They were these ridiculous. I don't even know what they were supposed to be. I don't know if they tied into a video. They were these, they had big heads, like wide heads and they didn't fit in with any Barbie. Like they didn't look human. Like they were very odd. And I bought one just to have one in my collection because she was different, but I didn't buy any more of those. So those were the Kelly dolls. Then they brought out Stacy. So um Stacy was kind of like where Skipper used to be, like like maybe a nine-year-old, you know, eight, nine, ten, somewhere in that age range. So then uh Stacy kind of took the place of Kelly uh, not Kelly, took the place of Skipper. And Skipper now was a teenager. Right. So we have Chrissy the baby, Kelly the toddler, Stacy the kid, and now Skipper was a teenager. So there are all these family members that were in the mix. And plus there was Todd, and they had brought Todd back in the 90s. And I don't know if he was still supposed to be the brother, like the original Todd, because they first brought him out in the uh, – when Midge got married, he was in the wedding set. And the doll that is in that set that's the – the uh, flower girl is Kelly, but she's a bigger Kelly. She almost looks like uh, a Stacy size Kelly. She's not the little toddler Kelly. And then she had Todd. And then they put out a few sets with Todd. Like there were different Todd dolls out. Um, so we don't know if he's cons is still the brother. I don't know if it even said. I'd have to look on the packaging. It's been too long since I've looked at a Todd box. But that Todd came out in the 90s. So Barbie has a lot of <laughs> I mean, I props to you for even being able to, <laughs> to tell me yeah. all that because I'm just like, I, uh, okay, like there's just so many and I just, I can't. They changed to Chelsea too. Kelly lost her name and became Chelsea. So that's all. It's <laughs> well, crazy. That, yeah, because she became Chelsea. God, I don't know what year that was. I At some point they must have lost the um, rights to use that name because 
they ended up having to change her name. So Kelly became Chelsea. So now she's Chelsea. It's all very confusing. <laughs> it is, it is, but it's <laughs> iconic nonetheless. And so, I mean, my next yeah. question, my next question was going to be, did Skipper's popularity decline over time? And it sounds like I, I wouldn't even say it declined. I think they just, Mattel was just branching out into just different, I mean, they yeah. were just trying to, trying to get whatever they could out of Barbie's siblings. So, I mean, I, I <laughs> still around. I mean, there's only a few years where they didn't make a new skipper doll. There's only a short time when she's not manufactured because she's pretty consistent over the 60 years she's been around. There's usually skipper out just about every year, you know, and usually multiples of her. Which is, I mean, so like, I'm pretty sure if I went to Target, I could probably get a skipper. And so I think that's what's interesting is like, yeah. As Barbie's friends have kind of aged out and now, you know, they're all just Barbie, they have kept around the sibling or, you know, Skipper. They've, yeah. She's she's not Barbie, right? So I, I think that's great because I've talked with a few people and I think something that really bums me out is I do really miss Barbie's friends. And Christy is Christy. She's an icon and, you know, they yeah. they don't have that anymore. But I'm glad to hear that, you know, Skipper is still her own right. entity, yeah. you know? And it's sad because the Skipper has these friends with no names now. They just call them Skipper dolls. And it's like, I don't know why they lost their identities. I mean, maybe it's cheaper. They don't have to pay for a trademark. But like, you know, like Skipper has that babysitting line. Like poor Skipper's been babysitting for so long. Because I think the first babysitting doll came out in, nine, I want to say, 91 or maybe 93. I think that was the first year she was babysitting. And before that, she was like a, a mermaid with baby babies to babysit. It's like. Good Lord, poor Skipper. So she had she had like these triplets she had to take care of. And then now she has this Babysitter's Inc., which is kind of cute. You know, it's like her her and her friends are babysitting, you know, the, all these kids. And I think that would be cool to like they could do a whole movie about like little antics that happen when they're babysitting. You know, I, they could do something with that. But she has all these cool friends and they've done male dolls in that line that are really cool. I want a name for them. Who are they? And I've asked Carlisle this. <laughs> and I always say, Carlisle, I want the friends to have names. Why can't they have names? And he says, we don't do that anymore. I'm like, oh. He's like, that way you can name them what you want. I'm like, no, I want an identity. I want to know who this doll is. You know, that was part of the fun when you were a kid. You know, it's like I had Barbie, I had Christy, I had PJ. There was Ken, there was Steven. You know, and I, I always enjoyed knowing who these characters were, who these people were in Barbie's world and how they related to her. So, um, you know, I want that that kind of thing back but yeah she has a lot of friends but again like we don't know who they are you know? yeah it's it's definitely one of the things that I miss the most about my Barbie era where it's like yeah but I got Mitch <laughs> or like today I'm playing with Teresa do you know right. what I mean so yeah it's definitely definitely something I miss and I wish they would bring back but I think I, I do understand it. It's the overall, like, well, Barbie is Barbie and everyone's Barbie, yeah. whatever. But I still miss it. It's, it's just a really iconic thing, I think, for, you know. I mean, Barbie is not just Barbie. She's got all right. these friends, siblings, cousins. <laughs> yeah. Friends of friends, boyfriends of boyfriends, girlfriends, whatever, you know. And it's just like, I miss that. Obviously, we've talked about controversies with Barbie before. What did we talk? We talked about uh, Happy Family Midge in our last yeah. one. We can't do this episode without talking about Growing Up Skipper, which is one of the... There she is. Oh, my <laughs> God. Very iconic. This yeah. doll. Tell me, tell me, let's just, let's just get into it. Tell me about Growing Up Skipper. 
Well, she came out in 1975, which I was about two then. <laughs> Not even, I was probably like really one because I'm born in December. But um, I really didn't find out about this doll till I was about 12 and I had gotten a Barbie book and she was in it. And I was like, what? I was like, I was so shocked. Like, honestly, that you could, let's see, I'll show you. <laughs> you can lift her arm up. Oh, did I do it wrong? And she's going to grow. There she goes. About some little boobs. Um, so, so, yeah, this doll, I bought her probably about, I don't know how long ago now. It could have been 15 or 20 years ago. But she um, she was not a part of my childhood collection. But she was one of those dolls that I always wanted to get just because I for the quirk factor. Like, what? You know. And um, if you've ever read the uh, – there's who is it? Gwen Floria. She worked at Mattel in the early years. She wrote a book about her experience. And I mean, you read that book and it's like, Oh my God, what was going on in Mattel? You know, just about all the, uh, the men that worked there and what was happening. Um, so it's really interesting. Um, cause they, there was just, no, sorry, my cat is about to knock over my table. Um, <laughs> so like from her stories, it just sounds like this wild and crazy place with all these this male testosterone going on and the the designers, the engineers who were working there, like had different ideas. And they, I think they wanted to really see what can we do? What could we, we do with this thing? And Carol Spencer had told a story one time about the, the guy who designed this was a guy named Steve Lewis who worked at Mattel. And apparently he had a daughter who was around this age and getting a training bra and all that. And he thought this would be great for his daughter to play with. And the women who worked at Mattel were horrified and they did not want, um, they did not want anything to do with this doll. They didn't want to work on it. They didn't want to design anything for it. So it's really interesting. So for Carol Spencer to say that, you know, about that, that's what was happening then. Um, Carol Spencer is one of the designers at Mattel from, you know, the early years, she started working there in 63. And for her to say that, I mean, that says a lot. So this doll was obviously, it was even controversial at Mattel when, <laughs> when it was being designed. Um, Jack Ryan was one of the uh, engineers at Mattel back then, he was one of the, they brought him over from Raytheon. He used to be like a Titan missile designer guy mm-hmm. and Mattel hired him to come over. So there was all this very male oriented, you know, testosterone going around in the design team. And, and they were doing all kinds of really cool things though. I mean, when you think about it, like the design of this doll is kind of amazing. Like really, it is. I, despite the controversies, she's a really cool doll. Um, and you know, when, when I was trying to get like, um, when I was collecting vintage dolls and, and whatnot, she was definitely on my list. I'm like, one day I want to have one of her. And so, you know, eventually I did get her. I still want Ginger, which was her, um, friend at the time. So that's another friend (laughs) of Skipper. They only made one Ginger doll and she came out with this one and she does the same thing. You twist her arm and she grows boobs and she's a lot harder to find because you, she was only out for a year. I've been watching one on eBay for years and it's still sitting there and it costs a lot of money. And I'm always like, am I going to break down this year? And buy? No, I haven't bought her. <laughs> but um, she's hard to find. But yeah, the this doll though, yeah, she's very interesting. I was really surprised when I saw her, the first time I saw the Barbie movie and she's standing outside of, well, it was really Chelsea's treehouse. But when she was standing outside of the treehouse, I was like, you know, or what was that where she was? Or no, she was somewhere else. She she's, in, I think she's in her. Weird Barbie's house, isn't she? She's just there. Yeah, there, yeah. And I remember her waving to Barbie or something. But yeah, she, so I was kind of surprised to see her there. <laughs> yeah, so you touched on a couple things. Well, first of all, kind of like the, you know, pregnant minch doll, to me, this does not seem like 
that big of a deal. I feel like it's very, I mean, I guess it's interesting. And I could see like maybe in that time where that would look controversial, but to me, it's just part of life, you know? And like, I think it's a a great design idea. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. So I, I, I really don't get all of the back, the backlash against it. Uh, What's interesting is that, I mean, originally when Ruth Handler was trying to sell Barbie, men were uncomfortable with her because right. you know she did have boobs and then it's just funny to see how it's how it evolved and how all of a sudden men are designing this skipper doll that you know you rotate her arm and she gets boobs so it's yeah. kind of like huh you also talked about carol spencer one book that i wanted to plug not sponsored she wrote this really great book called dressing yeah. barbie i, I, I mean yeah. it's got great pictures great you know just just any, anything you could think about her journey through Mattel. And so anyone who's curious about that should definitely pick that up because it's a great read. Ama- amazing yeah. to look at as well. But yeah, I just, it's so, it's so funny how like the tables turned in that way. And then also, I mean, let's talk about price value. I'm sure I haven't looked at any growing up skippers on eBay recently, but I did notice that right after the Barbie movie came out, suddenly Allen dolls are like $300. Oh, I know. It's insane. And so I'm up for, you know, very cheaply. (laughs) Very. And so stupid on me for not getting that before that came out. So I'll just have to wait. But I'm assuming that that's probably what's going on with growing up skipper, magic gear and Ken, all that stuff. Yeah, because right growing up her wasn't that much a few years ago, but like I think the last time I looked her up, like somebody was selling her for I don't know three thousand dollars, something ridiculous. Jesus. And I'm like, no, you can find her because she's pretty common. The one that's harder, like I was saying, is her friend uh, Ginger. That one's kind of hard to find. But um, the the growing up skipper's been fairly. She's fairly easy to find. I think they sold her for like two years, <laughs> so they sold quite okay. a few. Yeah. I was just going to ask, they didn't, I was just going to say, like, I don't even think they discontinued her or anything. They kept no. it on the shelves. So, yeah, so. Out for a couple of years, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I too was, I was very excited to see her in the Barbie movie as well as the other, you know, weird, quote unquote, Barbies. That <laughs> <Yeah>. was cool. <laughs> um, so moving forward with Skipper, which Skipper era do you feel is most iconic? Which one's most special to you? Well, I have to say, for me personally, my favorite are her early years because one of my favorite things to collect is the Barbie licensed products from the 60s. I have a massive collection of Barbie licensed products, and Skipper has some of the rarest licensed products out there, like in all of the world of Barbie. (laughs) She has this really cool Skipper uh, chalkboard. There's very few of those in existence. I have the Skipper school board that had little letters that would go around, and you could make words with it. It has a little cute picture of Skipper on it. And um, that's also very rare. She has this amazing, it's called the Skipper Dream Room. And it's really a whole house. It's like three or four feet long. When you set it up, it's massive. And the details on it are just amazing. There's like a little shelf in the corner that it's it's on the wall. Like it's not, you can't touch it. But it's like on the wall. It's like a, like a sticker or, paint, you know, whatever they did when they put it together. Um, but it has like a lot of the Mattel items that were for sale that time. And it's really cute. It's really well done. And she has like little Beatles records and it's just really uh, such a cute set. And she has a little nook where she can sit. There's a table and chairs. 
There's a little, um, you know, her little bed is so pretty. It came with a little miniature Barbie, the 64 dream house. I mean, how cool is that to have that size for Skipper to play with? It's just so creative and amazing, but that's so cool. And um, what else does she have out? She had, um, oh, the Skipper school. The Barbie and Skipper school is really cute. Um, I love that. I have that. I have a Skipper store display, which is amazing. It has four of the sausage curl skippers in it and beautiful dresses, like their original fashions. And that's like, it's like having a brand new dog because they're in the the case that came from the store in the sixties. Love that. <laughs> like a lot, I didn't realize until we were talking about like how much of my collection, I have so much skipper stuff that I love. Like I didn't even think about it, but it's all from those early years. Like she had these, um, they're, they're little closets. There's a linen closet, a bath closet, a birthday closet, and they were made by the company My Mary that would do little cute sets, and Barbie had some stuff out from them too. But the Skipper stuff is so cute. She had a Skipper nurse set too, a little nurse's bag that's Skipper stuff, and it came with like like it's child size, and it would come with like a little uh, stethoscope and a little microscope and like a little thing to check your knee or, or reflexes. So, and I, I was thinking about it, I'm like, oh my God, so much of that stuff was made just for Skipper, I think, because she was geared towards younger children. So they would make playthings for her that would go along with that age group, what they would play with. And um, that kind of stuff to me is just so cool. She has her own record. Like when they did the Barbie records, there's a, the cutest songs on the one that has it's um, the Skipper, Scooter and Ricky. And the songs in there are adorable. And they're all about the three of them playing and what they would do every day. God, so much. She had paper dolls. She had coloring books. Like, it's just incredible, all the things she had. So that early era, to me, is really, to me, I love that, that early stuff. Um, and I love the, the the fashions they made that were on par with Barbie, like those those twinning fashions. And um, that time period, and of course, I was I grew up in the superstar era, so the the dolls I played with, you know, that were like, like I said, I, I only had two skippers really, I think growing up, I think there were only two in my collection. And, um, I bought more, of course, like, as I said, as I got older, but those, like, I just treasured them. They were just fun to play things. I remember I used to play with them with the Barbie horses. Like they would go riding on the horses and take care of the horses. I had the little Barbie tack set so they could feed the horses and just little things like that, that I remember like doing. I don't, it's funny. I don't remember taking skipper like to my friend, like my friend Angela and I played Barbies pretty much like every day growing up. Honestly, her, Angela, uh, my friend Angela and my friend Mickey, um, the three of us just had such fun. And I don't remember ever taking Skipper to play. I would always bring like a Barbie and a Ken or a couple of Barbies and Kens. <laughs> or like if we were going to do a concert, we bring the rocker Barbies out, <laughs> you know, whatever it was. But um, I don't remember taking Skipper. So Skipper was more of my own personal imagination in my room playing with my my dream house and the mobile home. Like they always went on trips you know and they'd sit in the mobile home and the or I guess the motor home and then um you know playing at McDonald's the little play sets and all those little fun things you know that kind of stuff so she didn't really come with me to go anywhere but she was part of my internal Barbie world (laughs) for sure I mean it's just incredible like like I said I had no idea that there was so much to Skipper I didn't know (laughs) I mean I I was aware of Skipper I knew about her. I just didn't know how much, you know, change, how many changes she went through, how many, how much merchandise she had. It's just, I mean, they really went all out with her and it's, it's really nice to hear that they've kept her as a character around. Sorry that her friends didn't make it, but that's all right. (laughs) Like we were saying earlier, I mean, Skipper, where's Skipper now? She's still around. She just, uh, it's a little bit different. You can go and find a doll at 
you know, your local store and it says Skipper on it, which is great. Um, we already talked about reproductions. I really hope they do a reproduction of her very fir- the very first Skipper. I would love yeah. that for her anniversary. Cause yeah. I just, I just think Matilda's so great with those. Like yeah. it looks exactly like it. So I, I I'm hoping for that. And then who would you say, which Skipper doll is your all time favorite? That's a tough one. I do love that teen Skipper and I love the original one. And there's also, there, there's one called Pose and Play. I love Pose and Play. What year is, I think she's early 70s. She is so cute. But Pose and Play is really cute. So she might be, she might be my favorite. <laughs> I love that doll. She's really, uh, she's just different looking. She almost, like she has little like sharp cut bangs and little pigtails and a little like uh, pink checker gingham, or not pink, a uh, blue checker uh, gingham outfit on. Uh, but she's just really cute. So she could be. But like I said, I did love those teen, <laughs> those 90s teen dolls. So it's a, it'd have to be a toss up between those, the original, that pose and play, and then the other one. You know what? There's another one too. I was just thinking, I love uh, Quick Curl Skipper is really cute too. And she looks totally different. She has freckles. Um, oh. She looks totally different than any other Skipper well, that I can think of. But she has a cute little smattering of freckles. So she's really a, a different doll. So it's just, it's hard to say. Like they're, they're really. They're neat. They're just all so different. And now they have that. I love that new, the, um, they have the new line called first jobs and she's working at target. I love yes. that one where she's a job at target. I bought the one where she's working at Claire's. I thought that was so cute <laughs> doing the ear piercing at Claire's. I was like, how funny, you know, and those, are, those to me seem like iconic dolls. Cause they will be, you know, like jobs that people would get when they're a teenager, you know, working at oh, target. For sure. My best friend worked at target and then or, you know, working at Claire's, it's just so funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I'm going to, I'm definitely going to go pick one of those up. Um, so, I mean, that's all I have about Skipper, but I wanted to talk to you really quick because I think the last time we talked, it was actually probably like the week that the Barbie movie was going to come oh. out. And it, we were, we were both really okay. excited. We had our tickets for the pre-screenings and everything. Uh, so what, what did you think about it? Well, I ended up going to see it 13 times at the theater. <laughs> and I have no idea how many times I've seen it on my either my phone or streaming it, you know, watching it. Well, the first time I saw it, I'll be honest with you, I wasn't sure what to make of it. Like we went to the it was the Loungefly, Loungefly the the bags and purses. They were doing an event tied into the Barbie movie and my friend Azusa had invited me. So Azusa and I were sitting there we watching the movie and she had already seen it cuz she went to the premiere on that Sunday. This was Tuesday. So um, this was two days after the premiere and we were sitting there watching it. And I honestly didn't know what to think because first I was kind of annoyed that because I, I felt like Ken was this villain. And I'm like, why are they making Ken a villain? Like, I didn't understand. Like, I didn't get that whole thing. And then, of course, I was annoyed about poor Midge living in what was Chelsea's treehouse that they were calling Skipper's treehouse. I was annoyed that she was living there. I'm like, poor pregnant Midge. Why is she there? You know? And then Alan seemed really whiny the first time I saw it. I was kind of annoyed with him then, you know, and then as I saw it more, you know, like the second time I saw it, which was the next night, <laughs> it had grown on me more. But I remember that first night, Azusa said to me, did you love it? And she wanted to see that beam. And I looked at her and I go, no. She goes, what? And like her face fell. And I said, ah, I'm feeling very indifferent right now. And she was like, what? <laughs> you know, and I had to like think about a lot of things. It really makes you think. You watch that movie and there's so much involved in it. And there's so much to think about. Obviously, I grew to love it after the second time I saw it. And then went on the third, fourth, fifth, sixth, on to the 13th. Uh, you know, I just kept going back to see it. 
And it really became all I would think about. Like I would, I would think about scenes. I'd think about why did they choose this? Why did they do this? What are they trying to say here? And I really had to think about things, you know, things that I just kind of like was, what was that? You know, the more I thought about it, the more I appreciated it and the more I enjoyed it and loved what they were. And, you know, that's how it was for me. Like I just like, at first I wasn't sure, but then I grew to love it. I don't know how you felt. <laughs> I I have to say, I... I the first time I so the first time I saw it, I got a last minute ticket to one of the pre-screenings so I was in the very front but I was like I cannot wait any longer I don't care I'm going. The first time I saw it I also kind of walked away kind of like huh okay but I saw it again the next night and still was like okay I I did think the plot twist of Ken was so interesting I had no idea that was going to happen I had no I yeah. I don't know if I missed something in all the previews or what, but I was like, what? But the first the first time I was kind of like, it was interesting and not what I expected. But like you said, same with me. I saw it a few times and every time I kind of started to understand it more. Yeah. And I mean, ultimately now I think it's a great movie. It was obviously very, very successful. I, I definitely not what I expected. But right. I, I, yeah. I will say... I think the other big movie of the year was The Little Mermaid for me, and I was severely disappointed by that. Oh. Uh, so this this really reached my expectations in a way that I did not see coming. I was like, I, I, my expectations are have been reached, but they weren't not it, but not with the expectations that I had. I, um, yeah. you know, I it just it's just a uh, it's an interesting movie, and I think it. Uh, I think the best part about it, though, is that it really does. Uh, it can appeal to literally anyone. There is something in that movie for everyone. And so they did a really good job. I just I feel like when things get a lot of hype around them, it, you know, it, it builds your expectations really high. And so yeah. the first time I saw it, I was a little bit like, OK, I'm going to tell everyone I loved it, but I'm not really sure. <laughs> Uh, but then I saw it again and yeah, it's, my feelings developed with it over time. And just like, I found a new respect for it in a way that I just didn't, I didn't think I would. I hope, actually, I'm not going to say I hope cause you never know, but I do think they'll probably make a sequel to it. Um, just considering with how successful it is, because let me tell you something. I, I feel like it left it really open-ended. I want to know what happens in Barbie world now that Barbie is gone. You know right. what I mean? And I want to see yeah. if, want to see what happens. So I don't know, but I mean, I still give the movie a 10 out of 10. I just like, just like you, the first time I saw it, I was very, very confused with myself because <laughs> yeah. I did not, I did not know how to feel. I was just like, I, I don't know if I was overwhelmed or what, but eventually I learned to love it. And obviously I've bought all these Barbie movie dolls. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Can't stop. I mean, and it's like they are just milking this. I mean, it seems like oh, we're yeah. getting, I mean, I'm sure there's more on the way. Out of the movie dolls, which yeah. one's your favorite? My favorite would, well, you know, I love the Western set. I love them. Now that I finally have roller skating therapy after all this time, after three cancellations from Walmart, I'm so happy to have that set. I love that too. I'm hoping maybe they'll do a, a Midge and an Allen, but so far I haven't heard anything about that. I was so excited though. Sugar Daddy, because I pre-ordered Sugar Daddy from, I want to say it was Entertainment Earth, when that doll was supposed to come out back in 2009. 
And I think I still have the email somewhere, <laughs> wherever I had ordered it from. And I was so disappointed when he got canceled. I thought he was so funny. Like, I was like, oh, how funny, how cool. And he, he was a beautiful doll. He was supposed to be a Silkstone doll. So now that I finally have a version of him, he's not the beautiful Silkstone we were supposed to get, but like a version of him, I'm, I'm like excited to have him. So I was really thrilled when they put him out. So that yeah. was exciting. Let's let's talk about that really quick because I think a lot of people are curious about this. A question I get a lot is, was that even a real, a real doll? I mean, sorry, I was I was gonna close things out, but this is actually really important because I do get this question a lot. So tell me about that doll a little bit because a lot of people think that it was not a real thing. No, we had seen him. He was he was supposed to be coming out, and there were websites that were advertising him. So the story was he was coming out, and and I have two very good friends who are big Ken collectors. And we kept, we were so excited. We kept talking about him, you know, sugar daddy Ken's coming out. We were so excited about little sugar, the little dog coming with him. And, um, just, you know, it was all this anticipation. We kept saying, well, when is he coming out? Where is he? What's happening? You know? And there was just like radio silence about him. So it was just weird. Like we'd seen that picture and we're like, well, when is he coming? What's happening? And I have to look at my emails, but I'm pretty sure that I had sent, like somebody had advertised him and I, I had said, I wanted to pre-order him, you know, want to get him. And then he just never, he never came out. But yeah, we used to talk about him all the time. So we were excited. We were waiting for him to come out and then just nothing. He never, never materialized. It's kind of, kind of weird because I think now Mattel's saying, oh, we were never going to put him out, you know, and that's not true. Back then we all thought, well, at least, you know, Ken collectors, we thought we were getting him. So that was kind of interesting. And I was so happy that, that they did finally put put him out, even if it's a different version of him. It's not the Silkstone because he was supposed to be part of the Palm Beach Silkstone collection. And, um, and I was like thrilled. I was like, Oh good. We're going to have a can in the set. You know? And I thought how funny sugar's daddy, you know, it just seemed like a funny little play on words. And I'm sure there's, there's gotta be something about him in the old Barbie bazaars. I'd have to have to go look or was Barbie bazaar still real man trying to think, but you know, I'm sure somewhere it was written up back then in 2009, so it's just interesting how, you know, things, <laughs> things get lost along the way as the years go by. But um, yeah, no, I was happy that he came out. I was so excited to get the Ken with, with the fur coat, the, the fur coat scene where he comes. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. So I'm excited that, that he came out. And then there's a new one. What's the new one? They just, they just told us we're getting a new, another new Ken. I just ordered. And I think honestly, if you're going to get this one, you need to get it like soon. Cause it's one of those made to order ones. Like they did with weird Barbie. He has like his little like rainbow. I am like, oh, I'm <laughs> yeah. And, and he has a new face. They gave him a different yeah. face, which is why I got it. Cause oh, I was I, like, all right. No, I did order. I pre-ordered five of him. <laughs> Perfect. I don't know how I'm forgetting, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, I think there's more to come. I, I too really hope that at least Alan gets one. I, they would be stupid not to do that. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm no, sure. So, I don't know why they wouldn't, wouldn't make one, but yeah, that would be I, great. I, I'm sure he's on the way holiday seasons or some. I mean, I'm sure they're going to do an Alan. I mean, if they did sugar daddy, Ken. Yeah, <laughs> you know, but yeah, we'll see. It seems like they're really milking this movie for all it all it's got, and I'm here for it. To be honest, <laughs> yeah. I'm not complaining, but my bank account is so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I feel the same way. <laughs> yeah, but I gotta have them. I gotta have them. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> you know. All right, Laura. Well, thank you so much for this. Uh, just a great conversation. Uh, before we go, can you tell everyone where they can find you on the internet? Oh, sure. I am Mitch Fan 73 on Instagram. That's pretty much 
where I hang out. <laughs> yes. And guys, if you haven't checked out our first episode that we did together, all about Midge, you de- it's like I said, one of my favorites. So definitely check that out. Laura, thank you so much for being here today. I really appreciate it. And I am always down to have you back on the show. Oh, thank you, Sage. Have a good night. Yeah, thank you. Oh my gosh, that was so much fun. Guys, I'm actually obsessed with Laura. She is probably one of the most energetic and fun guests I've had on the show. So I am so happy I got to have her on again. And like I said, I wanted to save it for the end of this season because Laura just has the best energy ever. So I hope you guys enjoyed that as much as I did. Again, this is the final official episode of season two of the Iconic Dollcast, and I'm so happy with how this season went. I haven't mapped out my recording schedule for 2024 yet, but I'm working on it. I do have some bonus content coming for you over the next few weeks, but after the new year, I will probably be off just for a couple months, and we'll see how busy this new year gets with my job, but I will definitely keep in touch with updates as soon as I have them. Thank you again to all of my guests who I chatted with this season. I hope to have some of you back next season, and thank you for everyone who listens. You are the best. And please follow me on Instagram, Britney Spears Custom Dolls or Iconic Dollcast, or TikTok, Britney Spears Dolls, leave me reviews, give me five stars, all the fun things. And of course, happy holidays and happy new year to everyone. And I will talk to you guys next time. (laughs) 